Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated podcast. I am your dungeon master, Anthony Reed. This is episode 10. It is the second episode of the Brass Palace story arc, and I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm very excited about this. So, uh, I want to thank our patrons at patreon.com slash adventuring. The patrons uh, make this show go, and they're the best. And we try to uh, kick them back a little bit of value. So, if you want to see what you can get, go to patreon.com slash adventuring, become a patron, support the show, help it out, and get cool stuff. Like, what? what is the... what's your problem? I don't know. Uh, yeah, uh, do it. It's fun. It's cool. We love our patrons so much. I also want to take this time to talk about the Kickstarter for East Coast Trolls uh, that we've been talking about for a couple of episodes now. Uh, the Kickstarter has launched. It's running. You can go and back that Kickstarter now uh, to get some of the special books that they have. I want to talk to you about another piece of uh, the Kickstarter that you can get your hands on. And that is the Oakhaven Anthologies, which is a number of adventures. But there's 20 adventures in this collection. And they're for characters level 1 to 7. A uh, whole bunch of adventures with a ton of information in them. Uh, I got to talk to the people at East Coast Trolls a little bit about these adventures. Uh, and they are packing in a ton of stuff to make these adventures runnable and cool and to give you good ideas and to spin off from them and to plug them in wherever you want to plug them in. There's some really, really fun stuff that they're doing with this. Uh, you heard last time the, the recording, the audio recording, that's going to be part of the PDF. So NPCs that you need to talk to, you can just play the PDF for them and then uh, spin out and roll it out from there. There's some really, really awesome things that they're doing with this uh, Oakhaven and with the, uh, the Capernaum campaign setting itself. So you need to go over to that Kickstarter and check it out. So go to eastcoasttrolls.com. Eastcoasttrolls.com. There's a link to the Kickstarter there. Support the Kickstarter. I did, and you can too, and it's going to be really cool. Uh... They're, these The people at East Coast Trolls are very excited about this. You can feel the enthusiasm uh, for this project. You can feel the excitement. Uh, and it's palpable. It's really fun. And I, I'm very excited to see how it turns out. So go and get in on the ground floor and check it out. All right, that's all I got this week. Let's get started. Nobles and farmers, knights and scoundrels, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventurers facing grave dangers. Billroth, the ranger. She's a grimalkin, that's, uh, but that's understood. No pets allowed, even though she's not a pet. I will wait outside. Everyone, if anyone needs anything, I am outside. Scarpin, the cleric. Should I just try and snipe them from over here? Yeah, okay. I did say they were as good as dead. I would hate for, for my, you know, to break my word on our first contract as Adventure Incorporated. Ellery, the bard. We would want you to leave this warehouse. He points behind him. Mm -hmm. Church! Oh, sorry. We want you to leave this church. Deerin, the wizard. He say you no worship Shattered Fang. Yeah, man, he's like super wrong. We love Broken Tooth, uh, Shattered Fang, man. Prepare yourselves, for these are the tales of Adventure Incorporated. The four of you have traveled with this caravan for several days now. Um, it's been fairly uneventful. 
during the uh, the day, during the travel time, uh, you walk alongside the uh, the caravans. Uh, Dalit goes up and down, or sorry, Gallet goes up and down the uh, uh, caravan, herding the animals along, trying to get them to to keep pushing forward. Uh, this caravan moves. Maybe a little bit faster than you would if you were just walking all the time, because you do get to rotate out sometimes and sit on the back and take a little bit of a breather. Uh, but not much. I mean, you pretty much go in the same pace you would go if you were just walking the whole way. Um, but the, you know, before things get rolling in the morning, everyone gets together, heads out for the day. At night, everyone is around a campfire together, and it's a fun little group. It's, uh, you know, you have Talia and Gallet, who Gallet has not warmed up at all, uh, but Talia has, and she's telling you stories about uh, her time on the road and the places that she's been and, uh, you know, the people that she's met, and they're all just about the, the people and the places of Numerita, and nothing uh, egregious, right? She's just carries mostly grain from one place to another, but she has... Uh, picks up contracts to transport things. That's what this caravan does. Uh, but there are a few other people here as well. There's uh, a family that takes care of the animals. Like that's their primary job is to take care of the oxen that are pulling all the carts. Um, and so they are part of this uh, group as well. And they actually have a couple of carts that bring animals up onto to rest. So they have some like rotation going on all the time uh, for some of the animals. So, uh, by the end of the third day, uh, there is, uh, it's been pretty uneventful, but you guys still have about, uh, nine or 10 days of travel, uh, to the brass palace, uh, at this pace. Um, as things quiet down for the day, uh, Gallic comes around to each of you and he says, we're doing something special tonight. Is it your birthday, man? No. Oh my gosh, happy birthday. It's not my, birthday, it's not my birthday. Oh, we would have gotten you something. Yeah, I wish I knew, man. I would have made you something. Like, I'm not doing anything on the last few days, you know? It's not my birthday. It's Talia's birthday. birthday. It? So <gasps> we're going to do something special for Talia's birthday. What are we doing? What are we doing? When we gather around, I'm going to give what everyone their dinner. And then I have some sugar cubes that I was going to give her. You're going like to... For the horses? Well, they're... Yeah, they're sugar cubes for the horses, of course, but we're going to give them... Oh, I see. She has a love and a joy for horses, so you're giving her something that will help strengthen her connection with the horses? No, she doesn't really care for horses all that much. Uh, really, it's... Is she a centaur? No, no. She's a half-halfling. Oh. But... The sugar is just because it's, uh, it tastes good. Oh, it's just a little something sweet for her birthday. I get it. Gallet. That's a cute pun, Gallet. Have you maybe considered something f for her mm. instead of something for her for the horses? It's not, you it, it wasn't for the horses. It was for her to eat. Oh. Oh. Um, oh, you were going to give her horse food? Well, uh, horses eat people food when it's sugar. Um, yeah. Well, what, what about, what about if we, 
uh, her ration. What if we spice it up a little bit? Make it um, uh, more more delicious, more <laughs> in, in, you know something some, something <laughs> special that that she'll like. And obviously, Belroth is looking at uh, Scarpin, who has a pouch full of delicious spices. Yeah, Scarpin's given. <laughs> Scarpin's always given me dead eyes. <laughs> he only has three spice charges left, and uh, oh, wizard's breath! I'm sorry, wizard's breath. <laughs> I mixed up two of them as well. Oh, wizard I mixed balls. up. <laughs> False and winner's breath. I don't ah, think you, wizard eyes. I don't think you would say winner wizard balls at this particular moment. Um, Why not? Winter's breath. I don't have access to any sort of spices to make the rations better. It's just the same grain soup everyone else is having. What if I told you that I know a know a turtle who has a pouch full of magic spices? That can make any dish taste whoa, delicious. Whoa, 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 whoa. I, I don't want to be drugging the the caravan leader no, here. No, 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 no magic no. Not, spices not, for us. Not that kind of magic yeah. spice. Yeah, I just want to drug the caravan. I've never... Oh, man. I'm, you know, with just like a few things, man, we could do some really cool alchemical stuff for her birthday. <laughs> no. I was, I was actually thinking, instead of getting anyone out of a state of... of Paying attention to the road. It's not what I was. Or instead of giving away other people's things, maybe. That's what I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What if we did like, uh, you know, some, like I'm sure in these woods we could find some, the right kind of mushrooms. You know what Again, I mean? Again, just no. need to dry them. <laughs> so, 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 Gallet. I do. I do about? love morels. Those are pretty good. Those are good mushrooms. Scarpin thinks of drugs and reaches into the. <laughs> <laughs> it's empty. <laughs> How about All right. if we use some of the nature around us, and maybe you made her like a bracelet, like maybe a little woven thing that she could wear, that might be a uh, like a like a nice Ooh. actual gift for her. That feels like maybe not the kind of gift I want to be getting my boss. Well. Fair. What about, okay, like, if we had two whole cloves of nutmeg, like, fresh <laughs> nutmeg, like, you can grind that up and, like, put it in a drink, and if you drink the whole thing all at once, man, <laughs> it's pretty crazy. A crack of lightning uh, shoots across the sky and slams into the ground right next to you. Uh, thunder rumbling immediately afterward. Uh, oh, man, it sounds like I am spot on with the gods, you know? Gallet's like, you fools, get ready! Uh, and he hops up onto the back of, he go, he runs two forward and hops up onto the back of one of the caravans, and he points up in the sky. Um, give me perception yeah, checks. Yeah, is... Diren is already under Ellery's umbrella with her. Uh, <laughs> don't worry, man. I'll stay dry. Uh, give me perception checks, Diren. You don't have idea. to. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he fails. 18. 13. Uh, whoa. I have a plus four perception. It's based on. Well, the character does. 
Clearly, you do not. Nineteen. <laughs> okay. Let me just investigate my character sheet to see what I have. <laughs> ah, I missed. <laughs> so the three of you look up into the sky, and you can see uh, what appears to be three uh, large white creatures on giant wings, and uh, lightning is crackling around them. Uh, they uh, are heading toward the caravan. That's not good. Um, uh, and uh, Belroth, uh, should should I try and make the area obscured so that we can fight outside of it? Is that a good idea? Yes, I think that sounds like a great idea. Excellent. And he runs into like the ring of caravans and uses fog cloud. Okay. Um, the area is heavily obscured. Um, spreads around corners. Uh, moderate wind will disperse it. It's a twenty foot radius, but um, that's just big enough. But okay. Uh, the three creatures come closer, and as they do, uh, Ellery and Belroth, you recognize that uh, there appear to be riders on the back. Uh, one of the uh, the lightning crackles around one of the creatures, and another bolt of lightning careens down toward the ground. I need deck saving throws uh, from everybody. Ooh, Bell Roth fails. Seven. Seventeen. One. Five. Okay. Unnatural. So. Oh, and Freya. Uh. Nat 20, baby. So the bolt of lightning crackles down at you, and uh, Scarpin, it slams into you. Four. Uh, It slams into you for 10 damage uh, as it just hits you directly with this bolt of lightning. Um, the rest of you are not like you scramble away. Um, but it has, they're coming in hot toward this ring of caravans. Uh, no, no, no. they're probably a hundred feet away. hundred feet. Uh, Belroth wants to take a shot. Um, the range, I believe at that range, I'm at disadvantage, um, with my longbow. That's a good question. I don't have a sharpshooter yet, so. Uh, no, if they're, you said they're 150? 100, 100. Oh, yep, then I don't have disadvantage. I have, it's actually 600 feet is disadvantage. Uh, holy moly. They are within 600 feet. <laughs> That's good. Uh, um, um, that would be a... a 16. Okay, uh, 16 hits. Cool. I'm going to use my hunter's uh, favored foe thing uh, to deal an extra d4. I like that the new hunter, like the innate hunter's mark is like designed for people who forget to cast hunter's mark, (laughs) Um, which is me. Uh, 13. Okay, um, you sink an arrow into the breast of the flying creature, and it lets out a screech uh, from its eagle-like face uh, as it's flying down. Uh, this appears to be a griffin, uh, and on its back uh, are two 
figures. Uh, and the other two seem to be in the same, as they get closer, it's the same. They are three griffins, each with two riders. One who seems to be steering and the other who is casting the bolts of lightning from the back. Uh, so, uh, keep going. Who's next? Um, Diren peeks out from behind the, uh, the umbrella, uh, quick enough to see Belros arrow, like shoot up into the sky, uh, follows the arrow and sees what we're actually fighting, uh, goes ahead cause it's far away. Uh, so he, he can cast scorching ray. Um, and so he, he's going to pick up his, uh, his necklace, his spell casting focus, uh, and kind of like, uh, swings, his right hand over his head down to his shoulder and then points up, uh, sorry, down to his hip and then points up at the, (laughs) at the creature. Uh, and the, the first scorching ray fires out of the, out of the necklace. Uh, let's see. That is a 14 to hit. That'll hit. All right, and then the next two fire off. Uh, And one is a 13 to hit, and the other is an 18 to hit. Uh, One hits. Okay, so let's see. They take 2d6 fire damage for each one that hits. Uh, And that is... 18 damage. Okay. Uh, great. How far away are they now? Uh, they're, they're closing the distance, but they're still about 100 feet away. Still about 30 feet away, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but you think that they could close that distance in a round. Okay. Um, so then... Ellery is going to look at Scarpin and believe in all the strength inside you. Let my song support and guide you. So you have Bardic Inspiration, which I did not type up a thing for, but I will put it in chat so that you have it here for right now. Excellent. It's not just a D4. It's got bonus abilities tied to it now. It's got bonus, bonus. yes. Yeah. So if you use it for... All sorts of fun stuff happens. What are you doing, uh, Scarpin? Scarpin is going to cast Guiding Bolts on the uh, caster, on the foremost griffin. Okay. And he would like to use the inspiration with a D just to roll attack, uh, if that's going to be included in. You can roll the attack first and then decide. So roll it first, okay. then see where you're at, and then I think it does bonus damage if it hits. Yeah, eight is my roll. So you can choose not to use the inspiration now if you don't think you can get there off of an eight. Sure, I don't. Okay, great. Uh, <laughs> oh, they're so, they're so far away. <laughs> I love every time Scarpin justifies why his spell didn't work. 
It's my favorite. Um, okay. So they start uh, charging down towards you on the back of these creatures who are now like diving um, very rapidly toward the ground. Uh, lightning crackles in the air again. Uh, so what I need is Belroth, who uh, hit the first one with an arrow, to go ahead and make a deck saving throw. And I need uh, Deeran to make a deck saving throw because they're throwing a bolt of lightning your way also. That feels unfair. Well, you know how slow I am. <sighs> Uh, Belroth succeeds with a 21, I assume. That is an assumption. <laughs> it's correct. Hooray. Nice. I also succeed. Uh, I rolled an eight. <laughs> That's not correct. <laughs> uh, yeah, the lightning bolt crackles down into you. and You take nine damage from the Ooh. bolt of lightning uh, tearing through. Uh, it does burn like it, it cracks right through your hat uh and there's a burning hole in your hat and then the hole closes up oh you made me so nervous <laughs> uh when it when it hit me did i recognize the spell um what level spells can you cast second Tight, 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 tight. All right. Uh, they are now within 30 feet. They are dive bombing uh, down. Nice. Um, uh, so, Go ahead. So Ellery is going to hold her hands out towards them, and she is going to... Can, yeah, because I can see them. So I'm going to take um, the three magic casters. Um, I can see all... Three of those, so three throwing lightning bolts. Um, twist the mind and squeeze out the brain. On all you try, there is a strain. And they have been, uh, they that's Bane. Ooh. On the three of them. So they make a saving throw? So they make a, yeah, duh. Charisma saving throw. I didn't even. I didn't even have to look that up. <laughs> Just knew it. Wow! 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 One, two, and nine. <laughs> Three passes. None of those, none of those pass. <laughs> they are baned. So what happens when they're baned? They um, every time they make an attack roll or a saving throw. They have to roll a d4 and subtract the number rolled from the attack or saving throw. Okay. And this is going to last uh, up to a minute. Perfect. I love Bane. Bane's such a good spell. All right. Uh, uh, Belroth uh, looks over to Freya. You said they're within 30 feet, so they're dive bombing? Correct. Uh, Belroth looks at Freya and says, just like we practiced, Scoosh! And uh, Freya runs off and starts to like try and... Uh, tackle one of the riders off of the griffin. Okay. Um, How did you practice this? <laughs> <laughs> we, we have a lot of free time. In that rock's like, all right, I'm going to jump off this rock. And as I'm falling down to the ground, you <laughs> tackle me in the air. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
(laughs) (laughs) I don't see where what's weird about that. Um, Right. So uh, 19 plus four. I think a 23 seems pretty good. Um, (laughs) Okay. It has to bane. Uh, Uh, Oh, no. no, I'm sorry. Uh, DC. It has to succeed a DC uh, 12 saving throw. Um, or be knocked off, I believe, I'll check. Um, I believe it's strength, or, or, or dexterity, but I'll check. Uh, um, you check. He gets knocked <laughs> off the, uh, <laughs> the, the uh, uh, Freya runs forward, leaps into the air as this creature is dive-bombing, the, the griffin, uh, leaps past the griffin who tries to nip at it, the rider, surprised to see this, uh, black inky black creature in the night uh and then freya slams her paws into the chest of the caster uh and knocks him off of his seat and down to the ground they both tumble uh freya lands on her feet the caster lands on his back uh so uh so he takes an additional d6 and is knocked prone baby um okay uh he slams down onto the ground um and does not appear to be moving uh well it's 10 damage oh did freya just boom 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 yeah 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 he's he appears uh the momentum of dive bombing and then getting knocked backwards and slammed to the ground from 30 feet in the air uh killed him he's dead She's a good girl. Uh, was that the one that I had my hunters, uh, or sorry, my favorite foe on? No, your favorite foe is on the griffin, a, a, a different griffin. Okay, different griffin. Uh, that's what I shoot. Mad Nat one. Okay. Uh, Freya nails it. Me? Mm-mm. Not so much. <laughs> no. I, I was too. I was too excited. I was like a nervous parent watching. Yeah, yeah. And you do that thing with the bow <laughs> where like you go to knock an arrow and it just keeps like sliding off to the side and you're like trying to get it uh on where you're you know you're just distracted it's fine i'm, distra- I, I'm, I'm too nervous I'm, i don't want freya to get hurt uh but freya seems to be living her best life <laughs> i got a feeling this is what it, this is going to be like most of the time <laughs> freya kicks ass and i'm like uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> no i got this i can do, I can do, I this. Can do this i can do this um, um that's my turn. yeah so the uh, the griffin that Belroth shot and uh, Deeran followed up on uh, is not who you targeted with the uh, Bane, right? You targeted the riders? Correct. The casters are all baned. Okay. Correct. Uh, well, since none of the other casters are hit yet... Uh, Diren throws his hands above his head, uh, creates the big ghastly bell, uh, and then rings it uh, to toll the dead again, uh, this time at the animal. Uh, so it needs a wisdom saving throw. That is a failure. Great. And it takes four damage. <laughs> okay. Uh, you ring the bell, and the creature... Uh, like you, you see it writhe in pain at the sound of this bell echoing uh, and then its head lolls as it 
now falls, free falls instead of dive bombs. Uh, and you hear screams from the riders uh, as they slam into the ground and the corpse of the griffin tumbles head over head, a uh, body overhead, I guess, and lands on top of them. Um, My mom used to say ass over tea kettle. That's uh, accurate. That's <laughs> accurate. Uh, yeah. I didn't know if that would happen. The screams be feather over Griffin, I guess. <laughs> the screams are muffled, but you uh, don't know the status underneath this Griffin. Sure. How far away uh, did they land from me? Uh, about twenty feet. Great. Uh, I'm going to use my movement to run over there. Okay. Uh, and be like, "Hey, man, what's the deal, anyway?" <laughs> Uh, is what you get back right now. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Scarpin. <Right. laughs> nice. Uh, the third griffin is in the air yep. still. All right. Uh, he's going to attempt to cast Guiding Bolt. At the griffin or at, at the, the caster? Uh, at the casters again. He fails. He doesn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> And never mind. <laughs> yeah. As it goes off, you go, and <laughs> never mind. Your size. Uh, the uh, last griffin lands on the ground. Uh, the caster quickly dismounts, um, runs forward. Uh, takes a knee and fires off a orb of frost out of his hands toward uh, Deeran. Deeran, do you have your mage armor up or not? Nah? Uh, no, but also you have to roll your bane. Yeah, no, so I was thinking about that because it's not, if it's a save, does it? Well, I don't have to make the save. He's making an attack roll against me. Okay. So, yeah. Because uh, I was thinking of spells that don't do right. attacks. And I was thinking maybe I made a mistake. <laughs> uh, so, with the Bane, uh, he goes to make an attack at you. Um, and you can see he just falters for a moment. Uh, the orb of ice flies just like right next to you uh, as like it comes by. Um and, and it just misses you. Uh, yeah, Deeran, uh, Deeran turns to uh, Ellery and is like, Hey, thanks so much. Hey, hey, you're welcome. You're all doing a great job. <laughs> uh, the other two griffin riders, um, without their casters, uh, take off into the sky. Um, and they are, like, pushing back up off into the sky. They've deposited the the casters and now they've taken up oh i see yeah uh the two that are still alive correct right because the griffin that is dead does not that one is dead <laughs> just checking dead griffin's always yeah, been dead honestly we we, <laughs> we have to uh we have to you know look at our gotta, party we yeah. have to check <laughs> it could be a fun dead griffin that's true i needed to that's ask. true you're not wrong it's dead uh great and has stayed that way and isn't moving. A hand <laughs> comes out from underneath the griffin uh, and seems to be trying to like pull its way out underneath the bulk of this animal. 
Uh, the hand is bloody and uh, scarred up. Great. Uh, <laughs> Deeran is going to point his hand uh, at that hand and look at the caster that's standing up and say, why are you guys here anyway, man? Um, and he says, do whatever you like. We are here to reclaim lost artifacts. But we all knew the risk. Wait, man. Are you telling me we... Did we take another bad contract, you guys? Uh, what do they look like? What is their appearance as they've gotten closer? Uh, all, they yeah, are, are they bad guys? Yeah, they are in dark robes. <laughs> uh, like Oh, that's how you can tell. <laughs> They're definitely bad guys. They, it looks like they came here to be clandestine. Like they are in leather armor that is uh, like dark leather armor. They are here to to skullduggar. Uh, Rob was asking because he was wondering if he robbed uh, the tiefling temple and people were mad. They're not tieflings. Great. Bell Rob doesn't give a shit. <laughs> uh, a crossbow bolt shoots out from the fog. Uh, toward the uh, caster who is up, uh, but it misses. Um, the fog probably has dis. Do I have to concentrate on fog? Actually, that's a good, good question. I don't know. Uh, because I I just realized that the hunter, the fake hunter's mark. Yep. So yeah, there's no fog. Oh well. Okay. Well, the fog was Wait. dissipating. As it was dissipating, a bolt came out of the. Uh, dissipating fog and cool missed um uh, Belroth uh shoots the guy who didn't give us any information <laughs> he knew the consequences uh, he said he knew he the knew consequences <laughs> here they are the consequences <laughs> um 23 that's a hit um he's going to use his other hunter another hunter thingy um to deal extra damage 11. Okay. Um, and then Freya pivots on uh, her paws and uh, dashes at that um, standing caster um, and makes another charge attack. Okay. Um, and for a 15 to hit. So he she hits. Okay. And then DC 12, I think he's baned, so he has to roll that. Even with a bane, and he it succeeds. is strength. He does sixteen. Yep. Okay. Uh, well, he doesn't take the extra damage and isn't knocked prone. Listen, we just want to know what it is you're trying to get back, so that we can properly assess both sides of information that we're given and not make any rash murders. Seven. More than we already have. He uh, smirks points a hand at one of the caravans and a fireball begins to form in his hand. Uh, oh no, man, you can't. Oh God, you can't do that. And Deeran cast Witch Bolt. Witch Bolt. Uh, yep. <laughs> That's the one. Third base. Uh, the, the electric, uh, the electric evil like boogie woogie woogie the weirdy one where his eyes like turn white and his hair like starts to fly back a little bit uh and again out of the out of the necklace 
Uh, that is a 15 to hit. A 15 hits. Uh, and he takes max damage, baby. Ooh! Let's go. That's the, that's the real crit. Nice. Uh, so you smash him in the chest with the spell, uh, and he stumbles backwards. His hand now points, uh, at the ground nearby when the fireball lets loose, uh, and slams into the ground, engulfing all of you. Everyone make a deck saving throw. Ooh. Hot feet. Ooh. Hot feet. 14. Not hot feet. Nine. Um... Freya got a well. I'll say what I got because I can know what it is. Uh, I got I got an eleven. Belroth got an eleven. <laughs> Thirteen for Deren. Um, and then, oh, does she just use my? Oh, she got a seventeen. She's great. So, Maybe. um, Ellery, Belroth, you take twenty-eight damage from fire. Uh, as this ball explodes here. Uh, Deren, Scarpin, Freya, you take 14. <laughs> Woo! Belroth is, is down. Deren is down. <laughs> Scarpin's down. Wait, really? Yeah. Everyone's down? Yep. Hi, what about Freya? How's Freya? Freya is up. Good girl. Uh, Freya doesn't have any fucking healing spells, so that doesn't help us. Good fucking girl. girl. Freya, do a medicine check. Freya, do a medicine check. Uh, Everyone give me a death saving throw. Oh my fucking God, Anthony. (laughs) (laughs) What what do I even roll? I don't... Nine. (sighs) Eighteen. Fourteen. Okay. Uh, Gallet makes his way out of the, uh, the little carriage, and he's like... Oh, for God's sake. And he like comes over and he like pulls out a, uh, reaches into his uh, coat and pulls out a potion, pops the top and he looks around a little bit uh, and he pours it down Scarpin's throat. Oh, 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 great. Oh, great. And he looks around real quickly and before getting. Heal your people. And heals the who's closest to him? I don't know. <laughs> Probably uh, Ellery. He, he like I emotionally Ellery because she's closest to him. <laughs> or geographically. geographically. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. Or right. taxonomically, uh, I guess. Yeah. Right. Who is closest uh, in <laughs> the evolutionary chain? Yeah, I would guess Belra. <laughs> um, <laughs> Heal class, a prayer of healing at uh, level two. So I think that'll be real good for everybody involved in this situation. So prayer of healing will heal up to six creatures uh, (laughs) for 2d8 plus my spell casting. All right, roll it. Um, So he healed you for... um, For uh, nine. Nice. Everyone heals for 12. Whoa. Very good. Including Freya? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I chose her. Aw. Did you choose Deren? Yeah. Yes! <laughs> um, Let's go! And, El- and Ellery. And Ellery. <laughs> I wasn't worried. Does Freya still get to attack even if I'm down? <laughs> um, 
You know, I don't think so. I think if you go down, uh, she gets um, like the bond that you have causes issues when you go down. Sure. Um, I also think mechanically I'm not allowed. So. Right. If you're incapacitated, these can take any action of its choice, just not dodge. So it chooses to curl up next to you (laughs) and not dodge. (laughs) What a weird thing. It can do anything but avoid getting hit. Um, It's upset. But uh, the other uh, spellcaster um, is Char. Uh, he burned himself. Yeah, okay, I was gonna say with the yeah. fireball. Like everyone has to be. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He is. He's dead. Um, Gallet's just like walking around, stomping out little fires. Uh, <laughs> on the grass. <laughs> oh. oh man. Uh, hardly <laughs> worth your coin. <sighs> my head and my barb. Ugh. Ow. Uh, Fell on it. Hey. You guys, yeah, that was pretty sweet. Uh, was, I don't, I don't know if sweet is what I'd call it. I mean, like when he was gonna, you know, blow up the caravan or whatever. Oh. Yeah, it really, <coughs> it really didn't seem like he wanted anything back. Yeah, like if you're gonna destroy everything, like you're definitely a a, a bad guy, and b, like they probably didn't take anything from him. <laughs> Gallet, um, do you know what what's in that caravan that they were trying to get of to? Of course I do. <laughs> Will you tell us, please, so that we can more accurately com- uh, prepare for maybe future dangers like this, which also probably would have been good to know setting out instead of being like, oh, this is a regular thing that no bad guys are after, mer- you know. Yeah, stuff. it's stolen goods. A lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know when I said I didn't want to give drugs? It's because we're <laughs> transporting drugs. <laughs> <laughs> ah, to shadow with you, I'm not telling you nothing. Uh, it's not your job to know, and it's not my uh, job to tell you. Okay. Uh, it, uh, and uh, Deeran's going to try and push the griffin uh, off the other, other one. Also now dead. That's yeah. fine. Uh, you give him a give him a good shove. To, well, he's hoping that like the the griffin absorbed a lot of the fire part, uh, and so that he can still check him for like uh, both money and spellcasting things and all the good. stuff. Give him a search. Yeah. Uh, can Belroth check the other one that is was not protected and was on the ground taken down by Freya and clearly charred? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 21 investigation. No, 24 investigation. I looked at my intimidation number. Belrock, what did you roll? <laughs> Where's your stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what you roll. <laughs> give, me, give me your stuff. Uh, Belrock got a 13. <laughs> uh, Scared him to death. <laughs> uh, Deere- Scared him to death. <laughs> Deeran, you find 25 gold on the in a pouch. Um, as well as some material components, uh, although nothing particularly uh, valuable. Um, some uh, goat hair uh, and a piece of bark uh, are the only thing that like you don't have already, but like you're not even sure, sure. what spells they're for. Um, 
the then the uh uh you do find like on him some uh insignia on his uh, robes from the artificers guild Uh, yeah, I share that with everybody. Hey, hey guys, it looks like this person was from the Artificers Guild. <laughs> hey, hey guys, I got some gopher here. Does <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, anybody want any? Like, oh man, I don't know if like I don't know if anybody wants this bark, uh, but I'm gonna keep the fur. Uh, uh, he also gives uh, everybody else six gold, uh, but he gives Ellery seven. Thanks, Darren. He owed her one. Uh, it was for, yeah, it oh, was yeah. for that one that I owed you. I love that he doesn't take. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fine. Uh, did <laughs> do the math at home. <laughs> <laughs> um. Did Belaroth find anything? I assume no. No, you found a charred, the charred remains of a corpse. Uh, great. Uh, Belaroth, uh, goes to Freya, gets on a knee and, like, gives her lots of head scratches and gives her a treat for, uh, doing a great, doing, doing a good job. (laughs) Not a great job. You know what? An okay job. <laughs> well, she took down one. She didn't take you down two. I'm just, you know. Sometimes it's okay to have done, you know, my grandma always says, sometimes it's okay to just have done an okay job. If you're expecting a great job every time, then the bar just keeps getting set higher and higher for yourself. <laughs> Belaroth gives Freya wish... another treat. <laughs> I wish your grandma knew my parents. <laughs> oh, uh, no. And Darren walks like slowly back to the caravans. Uh, Talia is standing at the edge of the uh, uh, the caravan ring, and she says, "Did you get him?" Yeah, man. Yes. Uh, why do the Artificers Guild want to take from you? Because we have something they don't got. And they hate that. We're transporting something for a couple of collectors. And uh, anytime we uh, anytime we got something special on board that the Artificers Guild doesn't have, they feel like they ought to be in control of it. Especially anytime there's a deal going down for it. Any buying and selling of items, they feel like that's their purview. And they're always selling these goon squads to come and take what isn't theirs. Uh, Deeran would like to do a, like a insight check, uh, into like, he's trying to figure out, like, obviously everything's kind of wonky, but how much of this is like, we're doing shady shit. Uh, and so like, uh, Mike, the player isn't sure how much shady shit the artificers guild usually gets into. So go ahead and give it a roll. Uh, 19. So I think that, Deeran, you have done um, some amount of research into, like, who's got the power, right? Who's who's the who sure. are the power players in the Empire? Um, and for so long, 
the Artificers Guild was like the most important guild in the Empire because all magic came from magical artifacts and magic items. And them having like a stranglehold on the control of magic in the, in the Empire made them so powerful and so important. Since magic has started to come back, they have been trying to tighten their grasp and it's like sand slipping through their fingers. So this would be unfathomable to a random person on the street. But this is confirmation to you for all the stuff you've heard about the Artificers Guild doing this shit in the background. You know, man... We've been talking about this a lot in Prosperity, man. I I knew they were hiring black squads like these at night to come and take stuff from people. And people said we were crazy about it, man. But I knew. I knew it was true. This is the third squad we've taken care of. The first one got us. Well, but this is the third one we've taken care of. Oh, man. It's a good thing you we were here this time, man. They, these guys were... They were serious, powerful casters man you want to see what they were after yeah yeah she uh she's like it's not mine uh and she (laughs) walks to the back of the caravan (laughs) uh and she pulls out a long wooden box like she slides it out it's about uh it's taller than she is right because she's only four feet tall so uh she slides out this long box um and puts it onto the ground and opens up four hasps like across the front of it and lifts up the box inside is a halberd and she pulls the halberd out the top the metal piece of the halberd is like a shimmering iridescent blue um like a deep dark cobalt but is like shimmery and uh she holds it out and she says this fine piece of craftsmanship uh is older than everyone here maybe put together uh wow it's from just after like the shadow war times and uh yeah it's uh made by some sort of famous artificer i guess someone named iron shaper or something but uh yeah it's supposed to be really powerful and uh really great against people who wield magic Man, could you imagine being so full of yourself that you name yourself Iron Shaper? That's all. That's that's the name. That's it. Just Iron Shaper. Yeah, like one name guy. Okay. I feel like it's less pretentious and more descriptive. Oh, I mean, I guess it's accurate, but like, I mean, there are all sorts of people that do shape and iron. This doesn't even look like iron to me. He's the only one. Yeah, this doesn't even look like iron to me. So not accurate. It it doesn't. But also. What if he was so self-conscious about all the things that he couldn't do in life that he was really proud of the one thing that he could do and he decided to, to you know, form his personality around the one thing he felt like he was good at? Oh, that's pretty I mean, sad. T- tieflings sometimes choose virtue names uh, to embody things that they don't yet embody. Maybe he was like, oh. at the beginning of his journey, I will be Iron Shaper, and then he eventually made this incredibly rare halberd. He could he could have been, I don't know, he could have been a tiefling. Uh, Gallant oh, yells from he behind, he was a dwarf! <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Because, like, if he was a tiefling man, like, you know, that's just a different culture yeah. or whatever. Like that. You well, know. if he was a dwarf, like, then that was just, he didn't get to choose his last name or his regular name. I don't know how your names work. He walks over, he picks, he looks at it, he goes, he was a dwarf. Uh, he hands it back to uh, Talia and walks away. Oh, Talia. By the way, happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. Yeah. Oh, yeah, happy birthday. Fine birthday this turned into. Well, I I, oh, yes. I got you something. Hey, hold on. Uh, and he pulls out the goat hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, thanks, Deren. Yeah. This is... I, you know, for your bag. Okay. She puts it in her bag. <laughs> <laughs> um, Birthdays are always a funny funny time my my mother's side they didn't they take every excuse for a for a party uh but you didn't you didn't celebrate the individual you celebrated the group you celebrated your your family or your town or your uh oh like congratulations everybody made it through another year of talia being alive yeah, but, but birthdays themselves were never really the focus. I mean, there were so many other parties going on, nobody needed individual celebrations. So, uh, on my mother's side, that just wasn't a thing we ever grew up with. My father would make mention of it from time fun. to time, but nobody nobody paid a lot of heed to the extra tall person living in, uh, in the homestead. Uh, Talia, a follower of the old ways of Oleander as well. We we throw many a festive parties. I, I see. I, oh, no. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, no, uh, but 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 if if that's uh, you know really for us a party isn't about a religion or or part of a uh, it's just part of who we are. Uh, it's about the party. And he reaches, tries to reach into his, the the satchel again, pull out. <laughs> Still empty. <laughs> it's about the party, man. <laughs> well, we should get, we should get back moving. I think that we. This is a very beautiful piece, but maybe we should put it away and and hope that you know be extra uh, extra vigilant moving forward. Oh, uh, of course. And she uh, slides it back away and closes the top and slides it into the carriage. Um, no. Question: Was that the was that the caravan that the that it was in that he was targeting with fireball? Sorry, I asked that question. So um, you uh, no, it wasn't. Um, and you didn't get the okay. in, uh, inclination that like he knew. Uh, he was yeah. just happy to pick through it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So night has begun to fall for us. Is Correct. That um, Ellery, do you think it's smart that we head out now, or should we, like, camp for the night? Like, looking around, there's a there's a bunch of people like me who aren't going to be able to see so good out there. They won't be back tonight. Well, I mean, I They'll assume this either succeeded or it failed, uh, and they won't they won't follow up. Like, they, if they're if they wait for their people to come back, and if they don't come back, they'll know that they were bested. Uh, these aren't meant to be. Okay, that makes me feel yeah. better, Talia. 
So I think you're right, dear, and maybe we have a nice little birthday dinner for Talia. Oh, we don't have to do that. Oh. We don't have to do that. Oh yeah, what what would you want if you could have anything in Any the world? Flavor. What would you want for your birthday? <laughs> Honestly, just some sugar would be nice. I feel like this uh this this boiled soup is uh, it's got no flavor. Some sweetness. Tries as hard as he can not to think of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> drugs, drugs, just drugs. You reach in, there's a white powder. I couldn't find you. I couldn't find your sugar, but I got this for you. <laughs> and he hands, there's he hands no, there's no white powder. You're fine. <laughs> Oh. I'm not going to make you lose charges on fake sugar. <laughs> That's fine. That's wrong. Yes, and sugar. You, know, okay. you pull out sucralose. Like, what happens? <laughs> that shit will kill you. Yeah. Um. It won't. <laughs> okay. A lot slower than that fireball. <laughs> Depends on what you're doing you're with welcome. it. <laughs> <laughs> okay um so yeah you guys sit around the fire everyone has uh a nice dinner uh nice chats uh gallet is quiet um but he hands over some sugar cubes uh to talia who seems very pleased to eat them um and uh everyone goes to bed the next day you're back on the road again uh oh so glad to have healed up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Got all my things back. Uh, and gotten all my spell slots back. <laughs> uh, you guys are on the road for another five days. Uh, pretty uneventfully. Um, and it is at the end of the fifth day that you see uh, smoke on the horizon. Like, pretty close to the end. It's... Uh, uh, Getting close to sundown, and there is smoke ahead. Like a suspicious large amount, um, or like a friendly fire. A large amount. Uh, a large amount. Plate. Oh, geez, that doesn't look very good, does it? Mm. Oh no, a smaller amount would have been more of a welcoming sign. But this, this, no. We're still a few days out from the Brass Palace. Do you think, like, do you think we should stop early tonight and, like, maybe, I don't know, uh, put this stuff kind of, like, try and hide us as as much as we can from that? And then, like, w- the four of us could go, like, check on, see what it what it is, or? Uh, maybe, yeah, we could scout it. Uh, there's a big hill over there not too far away. Might be able to see what's going on better. We'll put a hold here. Um, He puts up a hand and uh, Talia stops the caravan at the front. Um, He says, go. Tell me what you see. All right. Uh, Deeran, like, Naruto runs. uh, (laughs) Like, so that his cape, like, billows. Deeran, you you don't have... That doesn't make you faster, Deeran. I don't... Mm, Makes me feel faster, man. Ellery skips. (laughs) Yeah, everyone... Deeran's walking normal and keeping up. (laughs) No, that's not true. No, he's not. He's Naruto Bel- running and Bel-Rath. like. Oh my god! <laughs> that's the first time I've done that. Um, Belroth, Belroth just kind of power walks 
alongside <laughs> keeps up. <laughs> Scarpin stays back. Scarpin walks normal. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just kind of sees everybody doing weird things, and he's like, I, I, "I'm coming." Uh, so the three of you reach the top of the hill. Um, Scarpin is still quite a ways back. Um, <laughs> uh, give me perception checks. <laughs> 18. You know Deeran's too winded. Uh, both his hands are on his knees. Yeah, you see some uh, You see some ants, Deeran, on the top of this hill. Oh, no. Also 18. <laughs> uh, uh, Ellery and Belroth, you look out at this uh, down into the valley um, a little ways. And you see the smoke rising from what looks like an encampment. Um, this encampment has several uh, garish looking tents uh, and a big fire ring in the center uh, that seems to be set up with uh, seating all around it. And there's probably 30 people moving around, uh, you know, milling about. There's a dozen, maybe more tents uh, set up and then one extra large tent uh, toward the back. Um, for those uh, who have done this, so Belroth, I guess you've done some traveling before. You uh, recognize that this is probably the mendicant savants. Oh, uh, we got some. Oh, this is this will be fine. I I mean, it's the mendicants. They're not uh, too bad. Um, when Belroth says mendicants, Diran's head snaps up. Uh, his hat like flies off the back of his head. Oh, jeez! Oh man, I love when the mendicants come to town. Man, this is gonna be awesome. Wait, can you tell me what what a mendicant is and why they're setting things on fire? Well, sure. Yeah, man, they're like a they're like a traveling party, man. Like they come in and they like they set up outside of Federation Bay, and like we all like to you know, sneak out and, like, go hang out with the mendicant savants and, like, you know, they've got, like, games and stuff and, like, everybody's drinking all sorts of weird things and, man, oh, this is gonna be awesome. Like a little mini uh, festival that the, that, that they travel around with and bring to places? I mean, kinda, yeah. That sounds exciting. Scarpin approaches. Dur -dur, did you did you say drinking weird things? Are the mendicants here? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, check it out. Oh. Uh, he looks over the edge. Picks up his hat and like turns it again. Uh, the droop is like significantly more pronounced. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, the blue is starting to fade to like uh, this brownish color. At this point, you have been with the hat enough that you've attuned to it. Uh, so it is yeah. it is taking on the shape that you most desire. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Scarpin sees the mendicant gathering and he just turns back. Yes, oh, yes. Oh, we, I'm so happy we stopped. Yes, yes, yes. Let's go. Um, let's go. We, we could probably just. So, this isn't something to be worried about. It's not dangerous? No. Um, well, I mean, not, just be, not just really. Be nice. I mean, just don't make them mad. Um, uh,. I don't think I've ever made anyone mad in my whole life. I, that, uh, let me be clear. That wasn't directed at you. It was directed at Deeran, I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Deeran, I'm being really mean to you recently, and I don't know why. I don't yeah, know where it's man, coming like, from. Uh, you remind me of a lot of like 
the professors I had back in prosperity. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, would, would any, any, in, any in particular. Um, Did, I, were they tenured? <laughs> yeah, were they tenured? <laughs> Will they write a letter? <laughs> uh, no, just like in general, man, like a lot of dismissive folks who like don't really get it. You know? I, I, uh, but like, hey, uh, I, I gotta be honest, Ellery, uh, my parents don't like the savants. They say they like steal stuff, you know, uh, they say they like come into towns at night, like when we're all asleep after the parties and after the drinking, uh, and then like stuff goes missing and they always blame the savants, but like, I don't know. I've never had a problem with them. Okay, I think that's helpful information, though, to know that if we go, you know, so that we make sure that we stay with all our wits about us and can still protect the caravan in the way that we've been hired to do. Darren gets so bummed out that he has to keep his wits about him. <laughs> like, so <laughs> bummed out that he's not going to drink weird things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Scarvid forgot about protecting the caravan. <laughs> And he never forgets the contract. <laughs> 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 uh, well, may maybe we could take turns and we could escort uh, people from the caravan to here. And some could hang back at the caravan and uh, I could go first. And uh... Well, we have to get to the caravan through, right? Right. Yeah. So maybe yeah. we just keep some extra security on the you-know-what. And then, you know, we, we make it as casual as possible and not like a big deal that we're protecting anything. Uh, and we go through, we enjoy the mendicants, and we keep going through to get to the Brass Palace. That sounds like a good plan to me. Man, that sounds awesome. Let's let's do that. And then, like, maybe we could do, like, a shift so that, like, you know, we we can still, like, see the the stuff, you know, and do some dancing and meet people. Yeah, I think that'd be nice. Cool. So, uh, if everyone starts heading back down the hill, um, Ellery's gonna, uh, hang back and, like, kind of tug on Belroth's sleeve. Ooh. Hey, Belroth? Yes? You were just, you were just talking about, you know, being mean to Deeran lately, and I just wanted to check in on you. Are you maybe, you know, associating some, some sadness about still not having any information on Amelia and... Kind of maybe taking it out on on the people that you are around. I I mean I I didn't do that much of a uh, deep dive into my emotions, but that feels correct. It's okay, I did it. No, first. I, I can tell. It felt. It, it, it felt very on the nose in a way that I didn't expect. Uh, it was quite disarming. <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm no, sorry. No, it's okay. Uh, sometimes, um, <laughs> I just th I just thought maybe that might be a reason. It, and if you wanted to talk about it, you know, you always no, can. If you if you no, need to. I just I, I I I don't know. I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to bond with Deeran, and I feel like I'm ribbing him too hard. Oh, but okay. I I, I so, say I say a mean joke at him, and then I'm like, ah, oh, that just was mean. Yeah, you know, my mom used to say that 
uh, when people tease you, it's because they like you. But then my grandma always said, if you like someone, you shouldn't tease them. Very so, mixed messages. You know, I have some kind of contradicting information, mm. and 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 maybe you want to try the second one from now on. That sounds like a good idea. And um, <laughs> for the record, you might be right about the first thing too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. If you need to talk about no, it, I'm I, here. I, I appreciate that. And Ellery will uh, follow the rest of them back down the hill. Hey, Scorpion. Uh, do you think... Do you think, like... How crazy do you think we're going to get with the mendicants tonight, man? Oh, I, I just, we should just go wild. You know what I, we should do? We should try and get Gallant to loosen up a little bit. <laughs> oh, man... I bet, I bet Gallet drunk is like the coolest version of Gallet. Yeah, yeah, and he's totally gonna confess his, his love for Tali. I know it. It's gonna be hilarious. Hey, Scorpion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you think they're in love just because they're both short? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh no. Let's, that's how we typically pair off within the totals. Uh, by you just want to have, you know, equivalently sized uh, children, and uh, so you can tell which who's with who. Uh, you know, it's just a thing. All right, cool. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my my yeah. favorite part about Before that is that since she's a half halfling, like that juxtaposition is already. <laughs> Because she's like four feet right. tall, right? And he's he's a dwarf, so four, he's like four 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 two four yeah. ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> They're within the four inch range, ideal. <laughs> those are the rules. <laughs> no, man, that's it's really cool. Like, I love how much I'm learning about everybody's different lives. Uh, they're so different from mine. Uh, this has been a really great trip to really open me up to a lot of different things, man. Hey, do you think, uh, do you think that whole Artificers Guild thing is over? Or do you think we're going to see more of them before this is up? You know, I, I bet they don't strike too close to the Brass Palace, but we should actually be on our guard tonight. Uh, so, but, but, uh, as if we can get past here, I think we'll be good. But Just, uh, yeah, you know, like, what if they've got somebody on the inside at the palace? Is all I'm thinking, man. Yeah, I bet they do. I bet they do. I mean, oh, they they man. used to be big, so I'm I bet they still to... hold some influence. Yeah, I'm gonna have to keep a lookout. And Deeran, like, is like trying so hard to like sear the memory of the. Uh, the Artificer's Guild logo into his, like, brain uh, on the rest of the walk back. Like, he completely tunnel visions. Uh, I don't know if Scarpin says anything else. <laughs> uh, sorry, Deeran doesn't know if Scarpin says anything else. Uh, yeah, no, he just, he was just asking him about, like, what his experience with the mendicants were, and he's telling him about his experience as a child. Like, they used to always, you know, whenever they ran into them, they would exchange goods and barter and tell stories. Oh, yeah, but... man, totally. Yeah. <laughs> cool. 
That's so cool, man. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah, so, we looked forward to it every single time. We would go out of our way, many leagues, uh, just if we heard word that they were over there. and we Sounds hard, man. <laughs> well, um, well, I don't know if that's the response, <laughs> but that's fine. Um, <laughs> Dahlia. Yeah. Did you see what's over there? Dahlia. Yes, yes, they're mendicants. They're here. Uh, Gallet's like, ugh, tinkers. Yes, tinkers. We should we should get closer, and then we can uh, we can enjoy the festival. Tally's like, yeah, we should probably get the wheels redone anyway. Uh, might as well be done here. We're gonna get gouged if we wait till we get to the city. Precisely. Yes, the mendicants can give you a great deal as long as uh, everyone behaves. Uh, Gallet doesn't seem pleased, but uh, he agrees. Uh, he goes over to Gallet and says, "Oh, it's gonna it's gonna be a great time." Uh, uh. We're going to show you a good time tonight, Gallant. He grunts. <laughs> <laughs> um, at this point, I think Ellery and Belroth are back with yeah. them. Uh, so the caravan begins to, uh, as uh, twilight begins to fall, uh, the uh, caravan moves further down. It's probably going to take like a half hour uh, to get close. And by the time you get there, uh, it is, uh, you know, end of dusk, beginning of night. Um, you roll up and there is a figure standing, uh, you know, they've clearly seen you guys coming. Um, there is a figure standing in brightly colored, uh, patterned clothing. There are, uh, checkers of purple and yellow, uh, that run all down his clothing. Um, very garish and, and bright. He wears a white mask with no expression on it. Um, and he says... Uh, travelers, welcome. We are so grateful to have you in our presence for such an experience as we have prepared for you tonight. Welcome to the Mendicant Savants. Are you prepared to see a show? <gasps> oh my gosh! We're, oh, I've never been more ready for anything in my life. You have never been prepared for what you will see tonight. For it will surprise you and thrill you as only the mendicants can. DM Anthony here, just reminding you that if you're enjoying the show, tell your friends, tell your family, uh, let people know word of mouth, and you can support the show at patreon.com slash adventuring, or you can check out the shop at adventuringpod.com slash shop. Make sure you check the show notes and the website for all our social media, including our Discord, where you can come and hang out with some great people. We'll see you there. And until next week, I wish you nothing but critical success. Serious business.